de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hi, hello, bienvenidos. Welcome to De Colores Radio. This is episode 80. We sound... We sound like we know some things. Um, I hope everyone is doing as well as can be. As always, thank you all so much for listening. You can be anywhere in the world, but you are here with me. <laughs> I'm all alone. It's kind of sad. Um, I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and this is De Colores Radio. Uh, the last few episodes in this new show format, um, we've really been able to show you some grade A quality content. Um, last time we had two modern music icons. It was quite lovely. We brought the Veronique Medrano and Gata Reggaeton con la Gata, um, both from vastly different places, but deeply rooted in who they are and where they're from. Uh, it's fascinating to see and hear about how the music industry continues uh, to perpetuate misogyny even in modern day, uh, which is a great moment of reflection for everyone listening to unpack, who are you supporting? Who are you giving a second chance to? Where is your money going? Be more intentional about supporting the Black, Indigenous, Asian, and Latinx femmes in your life, especially those most affected by things like colorism and sizeism, etc. Anyways, remember, if you want to see the full, raw, unedited video version of our episodes, you can subscribe and get exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash decolorisco. Uh, this also helps us to become a sustainable platform, which is, of course, our goal. The past few weeks, however, have been a lot. <laughs> There's lots of transitions and changes happening in our world. I know my eyes are currently burning because of allergy season. Uh, well, I feel like allergy season is year round now because of uh, climate change or something. Uh, but before we get into that, can I bring my sister in here? Pat, little P, where are you? How are you hey. doing? Good. How are you? Wow, it's so nice to be asked that question. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm all right. We're we're hanging in there. I think the next few weeks will be um, a lot better and more exciting. Um, what did you think of our last episode? It it was really cool. I you know me as someone that's like been active in the music world locally. Um, it's great great to like connect and like hear other like femmes and women in music explaining like all that they do and like the way that we need to support and uplift each other and be there for each other. Um, so it's just really cool to have like two like amazingly talented folks come out here and like talk to us about it. Cause I don't think we have enough space for, for women to speak in the industry and like how hard it can be to make it. But also just being general badasses. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I also was like trying to control myself from being a fan of like Gatha because I've been following her for so long and everything that she does, like, made like my music side and my nerd like library world combined because she's like everything that she's doing is a historical like archival work within that so I was just real excited to hear what she had to say. Yes it was great to have them both. Um, well that means uh, that it's time for everyone's favorite. Do, 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 do. We really got to learn about a soundboard on here. Um, it's time for Me Mood. I want to give you, our listeners, an insight into our personal energy, into how we are feeling right now, 
into the reality of our existence. This is what I consider the modern day diary. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for me mood. Um. So my meme, I like literally just saw it right before the recording. I'm like and nervous. Now, and now I can't find it and I'm kind of sad. Wow, what a letdown. And I should have like bookmarked it or something, but there's this. Don't you work in a library? Didn't you work in a library? Bookmarks should be like key. They should be key, but I was just like in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm going to save this. And I thought I saved it. And now when I've gone to look for it, I can't find it. Um, But there's this video because like, I don't know. I think you and I have talked about this a bit. And I know I've talked about it with our friends, but like cancer season became in like, hard and heavy with the hitters like it was like no no pressure on slowing down and there was this video that I'll I'll eventually find and maybe I'll share it on Patreon later for later for our Patreon subscribers but there's this video of these people and they're there's a swing like in this cliff in Russia and they're swinging on this oh oh, I did just see this on Twitter (laughs) yeah so they're swinging and they're like all happy and think everything's fine and they just got this beautiful scenic view and then out of nowhere, they just like crash and fall. And you're like, what the frick is happening? Like, what's going to, are they okay? Are they all right? And you have to like go through I don't think comments. I finished it. I just saw people swinging and <laughs> yeah, I just no. kept trolling. If you finish it, they like straight up fall off the swings. And like, you think they just like fell off the cliff to their like, to their impending doom. And, and I had to go through the chat comments to read that they were okay. But there was literally like something that picked them up. So I was just like. That's kind of how I feel about cancer season right now is like we were trying to just vibe and stay happy and like be in our feels. And instead, cancer season was like, nah, I'm coming in with the punches. Y'all better get ready and hold on to your hold on to your butts like uh, oh, a Jurassic Park, Sand Axon's famous line, because that's what it felt feels like so far. Well, wow. so, yeah. um, that's my I, main mood. I'll eventually share it for Patreon subscribers. Yeah, I'm like it. sad and stressed out for you, but uh, <laughs> glad yeah. you're still swinging. Um, well, and, if you can bring up my mead mood, mine is similar but different. I do always want to pay respects to the to the icons of the memes because I feel like they should be getting paid for the usage of their um, footage, and they don't. Um, but uh, this TikTok user's account name is Cristobal Leva, and she's like your Mexican tia that dances at parties, but she just doesn't stop dancing. She's been in front of Target, Ross, Starbucks, you name it. She's there, and it's a very much a vibe, and I feel like her because she doesn't necessarily look really happy, but she is dedicated, <laughs> and here's my me mood. Why wow, not, not it not loading right when wow. I set you up for it. Love I know. Internet. I was like, why didn't you do this to me? Not just the Twitter bird. <laughs> Hold wow. on. I think it's the drama, now. the buildup. Wow. wow. Well, oh, we great. Go. Love this. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon so we can afford better computers. Oh my God, it's so loud. Okay, that's enough. <laughs>
Yeah, I was like, I don't want to turn it down because I was afraid that it was going to jump me out of it again. It's so, it's so loud. Thank you. That was perfect. She is a vibe though. Like she's just going, she's spinning. She has an iconic look. And I saw her playing at like someone's quinceanera or something the other day. So she's hopefully she getting paid. She didn't play, but she was dancing in front of the band, oh, okay. which oh tells me that she's being recruited now. So I, I love that these uh, platforms are starting to give content creators their actual coin to some degree. Um, but anyways, we have our me mood updates now. So that means I can share with you that we have another very exciting show in store for you today. Yes. In our new show format, we've decided to start bringing in more homies than just for the interview portion. I'm like slurring my words a little bit. Uh, these are brilliant people that we've always wanted to highlight, but found a more exciting way to make them a part of the De Colores radio family. This week, we're very excited to bring you H. Drew Blackburn. He is a brilliant writer based out of here in Dallas, Texas. Um, so now we can tell you that it's time for the juice. Uh, this is The Juice, where we discuss the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, news, and more. Please welcome to the show, Drew Blackburn. What's up, y'all? <laughs> What's up, y'all? How are you? I am well. I am well. How are y'all? We are we're good too. We're excited for the weekend. I I mean I am excited for the weekend. I'm, 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 I'm most definitely looking forward to it as well. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Excited but, to have you for the juice segment with us. Before we go into the juice, I need to know, yes. Pat, Pat, are you a cancer? No, no? by no means. Do you uh, want to take oh, a guess at my <laughs> No, well, because, like, because I feel like if you I'm find offended. out what my what my sun sign is, you're gonna be like. Why are they so emotional? <laughs> well, I, so you I want to take a guess what my do you is? actually like astrology, Drew? So here's the deal: I used to be. The I don't trust. Old. I don't trust when men talk about astrology because I feel like they usually are trying to say something else, and I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not ready for it. <laughs> that's that's true. But I traditionally, I I used to just hate on it. Okay. But then uh, I watched this movie, Bad Hair, which is Justin Simeon. Uh, Houston, okay, okay. Houston. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and I didn't that know movie, he was from Houston. Yeah, he's from he's from Ace Town, and um, very dope. That movie is basically just like about mythology and which mythologies that we respect and don't respect. Wow. And like just ever since that movie, I'm like, all right, I guess maybe I should so tap into my yeah, <laughs> not, you know, tap into my cancer side. So you know what I mean. Oh, are you a cancer? <laughs> I am. I am. I am. I just Aww. turned thirty like uh, a few weeks ago. Happy late Aww, birthday! Happy Thank related. you. Thank you. I like cancers. Cancers are pretty cool people. We love uh, an emotional. Our, our audio editor is also a, a cancer. We we get hated on so much. I love cancers. <laughs> so people, much. People who hate emotions hate cancers. Okay, there you go. But, so you go. don't don't worry. I got your back. Um, anyways, I guess we will start with very uh, pathetic news um, because we are in Dallas and there's always something going on here. Um, but, um, CPAC was in Dallas recently and, uh, oh shoot. Of course this little ad is popping up. Um, this is the conservative political action conference. Uh, they had a summer gathering and it was held here in Dallas and it of course was showcasing, uh, Trump and his conspiracy theories. Um, 
I think he was there on Sunday and had a speech. We haven't heard much from him since the election. And really, even on De Colores, I never, I didn't want to give him that much attention anymore after the last, you know, several <laughs> years. Um, but I did want to point out that I think it's very pathetic that Dallas has really continued to be the headquarters of a lot of these, like, white supremacist events. Um, and so that's the thing that I wanted to highlight from this uh juice topic because it is very disheartening to constantly see these things held here or like a lot of white supremacists are coming from here um and so i just wanted to note that do you have any thoughts on that sir i mean i was aware that it happened i kind of left it in the back of my mind uh but i saw steven monticelli one of my colleagues you know uh -huh. tweeting about it and he was there. He was there. Yeah, I saw yeah. him tweeting about it. He was there. And it's just, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's really disheartening to see it's all these basically, you know, Nazis, white supremacists, given the, this big platform in Dallas. Like, I mean, I remember when we had, we were supposed to have the Exotica Fest. They wouldn't allow that to happen here. You know, they wouldn't allow mm -hmm. the sex fest to happen here. So, I mean, they can ban. They do. People, they can choose. Yeah. They can. They, they're you know they're allowing this to happen, and you know it's 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 really it's really sad. And but also these people, a lot of them are just like really goofy. And it's also like sad to but see. But they them. don't think they're goofy. <laughs> yeah. That's the scary part. Like yeah. that's how they continue to do these things, right? Um, which uh, something else that also happened uh, recently this week was like. And I, again, there's so much going on that you can only look into so much, but um, some of the Democrats here in Texas finally decided to like do something and take a stand for voting rights. Um, I don't even remember the proper terminology, but um, they all left to go to um, the White House to, not the White House specifically, but just to DC to- Capitol um, Hill. Yeah, mm -hmm. to make a statement, right? Um, and I don't know if you saw the video of Greg Abbott, but he was like, y'all need to come back. And as soon as y'all get back, the <laughs> Texas Rangers are going to arrest you. And I was like, this is the 1800s. Like, you are oh, very yeah. happy with capturing these people that are betraying your master rule. Um, so it was just, it's interesting because I think a lot of people were really excited because we hadn't seen Democrats in Texas really take a stand in any, like, I mean, to me, not in a major actionable way. And this was something more major. Um, and at the same time, I'm like, this is bare minimum. Like we can be doing so much more. <laughs> and we're like so used to settling for crumbs here because of how much of a conservative state it is. And so, uh, yeah, I'm just like these extremes and how this state is, is um, yeah. exciting and very disheartening. And I think they kind of work together because Dallas runs under this like faux progressive title. Um, very liberal, very liberal city we have here. That's what they say, right? That's <laughs> well, I mean, what Dallas like, likes to say. It's the quintessential, you know, prototypical liberal person that is Dallas. Yeah. Like says they stand for something right, fiscally conservative, socially liberal. That's <laughs> that's Dallas. <laughs> I hate when people say that, but <laughs> it is <Dallas>. true. <laughs> it is true, right? Because then it, it even if we have like black and Latino Democrats, like these people mm. are still can be anti-black. They can still right. be self-hating. They can still right. be doing um, legislation that is actively against their community, right? And we see that right. with our mayor often. Oh, yeah. um, so just like not forgetting those components, right? Um, and just remembering, like, this city has so much more work to do than you think it does. And I don't say that to, 
to be depressing, but also there's a lot of magic in people that we have here. And I think like you and our other guests um, for today really exemplify like what you can still make and do um, in this city outside of just, you know, survive. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention um, is um, everything going on with Cuba. And I'm not going to say much because I um, I really don't think it's a lot of our place who don't already know and haven't historically studied this for a long time. So I do appreciate people calling folks out on this right? Um, because there was a lot of like propaganda going on about like, oh, no, help the people in Cuba when it's like, OK, but why are they suffering there? Right. It's very easy to quickly critique um you know socialism and communism and all these things whereas it's like why are why aren't they able to get food right what is happening um under mm. the surface of what um american history has taught you um so i just want to say that part on that in that regard because i don't want to be dismissive of it um and also if you have anything to add in that regard please feel free i know that there is so much more history and things uh, i don't personally know um, and don't fully understand, but I know that U.S. imperialism right. is a beast. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's a I mean, we will never know really what's going on in Cuba because right. we are. I mean, they they don't have a voice like we do, and also we are being fed a lot of lies about Cuba, you know, from right. the U.S. government. So we'll never know exactly what's going on. But I mean, the thing that always gets me is just the gaslighting that mostly conserv well conservatives. I mean, Joe Biden's a conservative, yeah. and I think today, I think today, spoiler he said, alert in case yeah. you didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think today he said that they wanted to, you know, do action there. I don't remember exactly what he said. It was like just right before we we hopped on. But I think mm-hmm. they want to like put their boots on the ground in Cuba because of what they're doing to the people and like these violations that they're saying, like people getting beat up for protesting in the street. And did we not just a year ago right. see that happen every single day here for people protesting in the streets? So right. I don't like, I really don't like the gaslighting and how they mm-hmm. say that what's going on in Cuba is so bad, but what, they do the exact thing here. Right. That they're saying it's so bad in Cuba. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is it Uchiwali or is it one mic? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with these people. Damn it. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's, it is, it's, it's very intentional in that as well, though, right? Like they know right. exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're supposed to stand for, even if, even if their uh, backyard is a mess, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so that's all we'll cover in that category. But speaking <laughs> of Joe Biden, um, apparently, uh, I have not listened to this album, but Pat's a big fan of Olivia Rodrigo. I don't even know. If she, I don't think she's Latina, but I just made that Spanish for her. Uh, I was like, I- I wouldn't say I'm a big fan. I'm just a music nerd that would listen to albums when people like speak highly of it. So I made sure to listen to it because I had no clue who she was prior to the album release. She's apparently from the High School Musical TV series. And like the oh, album's yes, a reflection to like this dude that she dated that like broke her heart. So a lot of people like it because it's an angsty breakup album that a lot of people are like, oh, I nice. wish this came out when I was in high school. Um so, I mean, it's, like, yes, good and fun, true. but, no, I wouldn't but say, like, I'm this, a super fan. Okay, I don't even remember if I called you a super fan, but uh, <laughs> I definitely meant I don't know much about her. I did download the album because I also like to listen to music, uh, but... <laughs> 
but i was like really this is what y'all got to vaccinate people no shade to her but like joe biden this is what you think is going to get people who deeply mistrust you the government with reason y'all think olivia rodrigo is going to get people (laughs) in the the south vaccinated an 18 year old girl all yeah. this pressure on her. Okay. I honestly thought it was a, I thought it was a meme because my friends were sending me pictures and it was memes making like referencing lyrics to her song and I was like, "Oh, that's funny." And then my friends were like, "No, she really it's went to real. the White House." And I was like, "What? They really use this as a campaign to get teenagers vaccinated?" I, mean, I was like, I'm sure if I were to, if we were to ask our, our 19 year old niece, she probably would be like, I don't care that she was like hanging out with Joe Biden, <laughs> encouraging people to get vaccinated. But also, it's like I don't know who in her fan base is an anti-vaxer. Yeah, no, they're they're dead. <laughs> well, That's what I thought too. I was like, mm, I I feel like they're all right, but mm-hmm. you know, they're probably not looking for like ranchero bands i know there's like a huge latino mistrust in the vaccine so i'm like you need to go after the musicians yeah. and people that have that influence if <laughs> you think that's their approach, <laughs> i think they need to incentivize the vaccine more than just the damn crispy cream donut because one donut is not enough to make people put something into their body um besides maybe the donut but i really think <laughs> like if you gave people a $500 stimmy to get vaccinated or some shit, people would be do- not even, I would do it for $20. Let's be honest. You said a $25 gift card. I would do people- it for, if I did it for free, I would do it for a $25 Chili's gift card. I just know I would. I, I would have, I would have paid to do it. So I mean, <laughs> a Chili's gift card, that's a come up. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like they need to think in that way. Right. But they don't care to like, protect mm-hmm. us in that way they're like hoping we just come around to it and it's not happening that right. way which is I, I especially like when I go to like I've gone to San Antonio once I've been to Austin once even coming from like Dallas to Grand Prairie you see marketing for the city Dallas has none literally none when I was in Austin they replay they replayed COVID vaccine commercials almost every time really? I was watching something we have none of that in Dallas so like well it's just very, very disappointing. And also I'm like, okay, why did we take off the mask mandate? Like, do we actually care about people? Or are we just pretending we care about people, Joe Biden? Because Olivia is not going to make me get that vaccine. <laughs> I bet you if you would have taken Juvenile after releasing that track, it would have done more than the well, Olivia But they also the did not thing I like. There's a video. Like that's really good. Because like, I know Juvenile probably has some anti-vaxxer fans. I mean, <laughs> right. Juvenile is like, what, 50 from the yeah. South? Right, yeah. like, come on right. now, you know. No, my I agree. Is not getting vaccinated, and I was yeah. really upset with her. I saw, I saw her um, about a month ago. I was really upset with her, and I was like, you know, I was like, well, we don't talk to people who, you know, I was messing with her, kind of. Yeah. But I really, I, I kind of, sort of. But I mean, it's right. like, yeah, I mean, juvenile, yeah, backs that thing up. I mean, get your yeah. fans through anti-vaxxers. I kind of liked it. it. I <laughs> yeah, liked yeah. it. Was I love that. I wanted to share it on our feed, actually, because I shared some other ones that were from, like, uh, the Dominican Republic and from Panama. And I was like, let me show the American <laughs> version of it. <laughs> but I was just, I don't know. It's just very They just, like, back that thing up instead of uh, the original at the club now. 
And it's they like should. the subliminal the message the, to encourage everybody to get vaccinated. They should have they should have people registering vaccinations at the club, at the grocery store. They should be, Ooh. and this is free consultation. You're welcome. Y'all can bill me later. I'll bill y'all <laughs> later. But really, it's like y'all need to <laughs> y'all need to think creatively and like have people building trust with yeah. people to understand how this works so that it's not like some constant joke. Cause it definitely gets really old to so, be, I mean, uh... go ahead. Have, have y'all had any bad experiences? I'm sorry. You were cutting up a little bit. I thought you were done and then you weren't. Oh you're no, you're good. Bit, you're I'm good. Sorry. Go for it. You're good. <laughs> so have y'all had any bad experiences with the city in terms of vaccinations? Cause I have, I have, I, I have not. So, with, I mean, I went and like I with in terms of like how they're distributing it and making it accessible type thing. And how it's been, di yeah, okay, di distribution yeah. and accessibility. I mean, um, at the time, I when it first, Fair, mm -hmm. go ahead, oh, go, go ahead. ahead Fair, Park was, Fair Park was all right, it was just long and you just drove all around Fair Park. So, I did that for my first shot and I was like, I don't want to be in my car for an hour and a half for the vaccine. So, mm -hmm. I went and I tried to get it at Baylor. And online, it said that they were having the vaccines at this specific location, uh, no appointments. I drive up there, and they have all these banners out. And then when I park, there's like this older woman and her daughter looking around confused. And the older woman didn't speak English. And the daughter did. And we were talking, and she was like, is this where it is? So yeah, that's where it said on the, you know, online. And then I go and look in the building, and there's nobody in there. And then I call Baylor, and then they said that they didn't know why there was nobody in there. They don't know why. Oh it is. They a don't know show. why there's nobody. It is in absolutely the a shit show. I didn't know what you were referring to if you meant general vaccinations, but no. As far as the city goes, absolutely. Um, I've heard yeah. of many people that were like stuck waiting. I got really lucky and got yeah, one from fine. Parkland, and Parkland has been like mm. very much, um, you know, the front, the front like on the forefront right. of vaccination um, for the city and even testing. I think they've handled it um, really good, really well. So, uh, yeah. but I'm going to, I'm going to move us forward because I know we're on a time crunch already. Um, and I haven't even gotten to hear right. about you, Drew, and what you're doing and what you're up to. Um, but I was glad to see that MJ Rodriguez uh, made history as the first trans woman to win an Emmy nomination for Pose. I kind of fell off a of Pose like season two, three-ish. Um, Cause the, the, I don't know if you watch Pose, Drew, but the plot line oh, went I really left. It went, it made me feel weird on season three when like two of the characters started like making love. And I was like, why? Like y'all didn't have any yeah. buildup. This well, doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so, but I yeah. am very excited to see that she was nominated and it looks like the Emmys, I guess, did better nomination wise than the Globes. So that was cool. I was yeah. happy for I May Destroy You. Yeah, I mean, we don't like the Golden Globes. I mean, I think the Golden Globes is banned for a year, I think, because of the controversy is over it really? in Paris. I think, don't quote me on that. I think that they, they have, like, some real problems because they were, like, I don't know if you know, but they were given, like, the, the studio behind Emily in Paris like, paid for the Hollywood Foreign Press to go visit Paris. Oh, the what five -star the hell? Hotel. I did not hear that. And they gave like they had spas and oh, no. just like I couldn't get Michelin into that dinners. show. <laughs> the show yeah, was I, a I, little I, too Caucasian for me, but I did try. Yeah. I never watched it because it everybody said it was garbage. That's so a lot of people loved it on the timeline. Yeah. 
my timeline was like, are you serious? That See, it got I not- saw like, was it? <laughs> you know, people I people were mad about it. I didn't ever watch it though. That I one tried. or the one where she plays chess. What's that yeah, one? Yeah, me neither. And they tried to know. act like that girl. They said they tried to claim her like me that so hard, and we're like, she's white. She's white, bro. She's white. Um. Finally, so Space Jam 2 um, is coming out. Pat and I were Space Jam stands growing up. So you asked, you asked us that earlier. Case. Look. Yeah, you asked us that earlier. And I was like, hold on, Drew. I'm going to drift you back to you later because, oh, no, Pat is running to get her VHS tape right now. I figured because when I asked you, you got a little offended. Yeah. <laughs> You're because, like, have I seen Space Jam? Yeah, no, we were a little bit hurt. But... The bad news is, is that it's getting really poor reviews. <laughs> I mean, of course. I mean, see that mute. See, that's, what I what I wanted to say was like, look at him seen, reworking it. That movie is not good. Have you seen it lately? Oh, I watched yeah. it last I, year. It's awful. <laughs> it's not very good. It's iconic, but it's it not iconic. good. It's okay. not good. And like part of the, I mean, I was. I think you're on. making me come to terms with my childhood right now, and I don't know if I was ready <laughs> I, for that. I watched it at Texas Theater, like two years ago and they had this whole they had an inflatable like basketball thing they had a dj <laughs> and it was just kind of like one it was weird hearing our obviously r kelly intro the music like with that music so i was just like oh it definitely kinda... felt different so it felt like a little off um but like i even like joked with eva i was like i should have known i was queer back then because i was like in love with lola bunny okay <laughs> but lola who wasn't in love with lola everybody bunny? was in yeah. love with lola bunny i support um, your queerness but lola bunny <laughs> was definitely doing something in the 90s <laughs> yeah yeah i'm so, glad that she's not anymore like that pressure was a lot for a cartoon character <laughs> that's why everybody was like she's like we're like all like okay we brought you in because you got top surgery you're living your truth now you good oh my god you're not sexualized anymore but um i wish we could bring our our one of our guests coach tevin because i know he's got a basketball do you want to jump in on this uh early coach i'm calling you coach you hear me do you want to jump in early or you want to wait till your interview on this specific juice topic yes or no oh my gosh you don't have to. It's okay. I'm I'm grilling you a little early. It wasn't it wasn't a proper intro, but I know you've lived a basketball life, so uh I wanted to give you the option. Um anyways, yes. So but, we were pretty but, obsessed with it as kids. Well, my hot take about Space Jam is that like it's so revered because of the soundtrack and the best song on the soundtrack is I believe I can fly. Quad City GJs did give it a run for its money, okay? <laughs> uh, that's like that's like the climatic moment in the movie. <laughs> I believe. And then you go over the, you know, the baseball field. Yeah. And like when I was watching the movie recently, I was like, wow, I, we love this movie because of like Michael Jordan and R. Kelly. And it feels weird. I don't know. know Michael Jordan's also like an asshole sometimes. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever watch that movie again. Just okay, I'm like... gonna I'm gonna bring in Coach Tev because I feel like this is the right moment. Um, yeah. and we're talking about What's Space up, Jam too. What's happening, man? What's happening, y'all? How are you? Welcome and early welcome. Hey. I have a I have a proper written welcome for you later, but this yeah. this this just felt right. <laughs> yeah, what y'all talking about Space Jam? Space Jam two. It is now starring LeBron James, as we know. Uh, we were talking about Lola Bunny and how she used to be. Mad Dick, 
Yeah, she was. And I think we all knew it. And now she's not, which I think is a lot less. Like as a young person, I remember being like, I need to be hot like her when I was little. Like I definitely remember feeling that way. And so her her and Laura Croft. (gasps) That was a different kind of Roger Rabbit's wife. Roger okay. Roger Rabbit's yeah, that's, that's wife, yeah, yeah. the, the, the hair in the face. I'm that's not really good. Hair. That's, that's, Christina Hendricks. that's not a cartoon. <laughs> but uh, it is getting really bad reviews. Uh, is what we were talking the, about. Drew's talking about how. It, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we're still going to watch it and support it. I'm, I'm 100%, interested. 100%. But it is. I don't I'm know if we expected it to be. Pat is not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? We share the same birthday, so I've always just had a running, like, feeling towards him. Like, I can appreciate him, but I'm not that crazy mm. about him. I used to say I hate him. I don't say hate anymore. Yeah. I appreciate him as an athlete and, like, what he does. Mm-hmm. But when I remember when they announced that he was going to be the, like, person for Space Jam 2, I was just like, ah. Like, but I who else would like, it be? It's, like, like the obvious, yeah, it's the obvious person to use, but I'm just like, I don't know. Um, but did y'all I listen was, to the soundtrack I think, though? I have not. No. Is it fire? I haven't. <laughs> I, played, oh. I, played, I played Eva some of it earlier. I, I think that like, I think the intention is fun. Like they definitely went for who they knew would be cool. Like they have a lot of different people in there. I think they have SZA in there. They have like they little have Uzi Vert in there. So, so it's uh, no Black Panther soundtrack. We look no, no, God, no, not even close. But. I think that everybody's trying to do that now because that soundtrack set a new bar for like these, mm-hmm. these like not cartoon That's movies, different. but kind of. Mm-hmm. But Kendrick also did that one. Huh? Yeah, yeah, Kendrick. Yeah, was I'm like Kendrick did that. that one, so that one's I like. Yeah, definitely. I was like, I don't think we know who produced. Well, yeah, it's this different. Album. We're not gonna. They're not gonna. Oh well, they did with Beyonce. They let Beyonce do the Lion King. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, but I don't know. Well, but uh, do y'all know little, that little Uzi Bird did pump up the jam. Direct. Say it and again, Drew. Franklin. Pat did. and Drew, y'all keep talking at the same time every time. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'll stop now. Y'all can go. Drew, what are you saying? Did you know that Terrence Nance was going to direct Space Jam too, but he quit? Oh, what? I think I did hear that. Terrence Nance. Yeah, would have been fine. That's random the dude that has the, the yeah. yeah, 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 on HBO or whatever. Random acts of flying. That would have been oh, a so different level of fire. That would have been like Black Panther then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he quit, though, I was like, I don't, I was like, yeah, Space Jam 2 is not. Cool. But I, I need Terrence Nance to be like, like, I need him to be edgy. So I don't know if him doing like a PG ass, you know, yeah, reboot Space sure. Jam. Yeah, I, hit think, like that. I like, think he knows that too, though, because he definitely, yeah. he's Dallas too. There's well, a lot more. Dallas yeah, Holt, Dallas. we think. Yeah, sure. sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, then, Tev, did you have anything else to add for Space Jam? If not, I'm going to um, boot not you really. back off till your interview. I didn't know if you had a different <laughs> basketball perspective to add for us. From Space Jam. No, I'm yeah. definitely, I'm, I'm watching it. But, you know, I don't really expect, a, you know, it to be super iconic. But, you know, then again, I'm, you know, in my late 20s, so it's not going to hit the <laughs> same. So. Are you saying we're washed right now? I know. We're I was like, were you not a fan of the original when you were a kid? We are hundreds. I was then, you know. Oh, okay. But like, I heard y'all talking about like even like looking at it now, like it's just like it was iconic. But like, is it a great movie? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's connected still, to the south. I was like, I still get excited when I see like the old basketball players before they get like their powers taken. Like I, yeah. like I like those cameos oh, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> 
Because I think that's even why I like 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 Mike. Like that movie was not great. Okay, but like Mike, I think had a little more substance. <laughs> I I I still I feel something for like Mike. Again, I think I'm still uh, nostalgic about both. So yeah. um, that's probably what it is. But anyways, thank you for letting us impromptu throw you on. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, chat yeah, with I'm gonna chat with Drew a little bit more so we can hear about what he's up to and what he's doing. Um, and then we'll jump into our interview with you all. So tell us a little bit about your career. You've interviewed a lot of major big people. What has been the most exciting part of your career thus far? Um, the most exciting part of my career thus far. Um, well, I got to do a project for, um, Nike and the New York times T brand. They do like advertorial stuff. And um, I got to go to Marfa for this uh, project and travel. It was during the panty, uh, so it was a little scary. Oh, um, but I don't know. I mean, I think I think that was cool just to be able to travel and talk to the local people in Marfa because that's what I was really trying to talk to. Um, I was about their their football team. They do a six man football instead of twelve or eleven man because they're such a small school. Oh, and it's wow. really going to talk to those local people was really great. Uh, I got to go to um the res during that time too for another project and talk to those people about like just what life is like on a reservation during the pandemic um i think those are two of two moments i'm really proud of but also reviewing judas and the black messiah i think is probably my favorite piece which is good because yeah. that's fairly recent um because obviously you know uh, i have a really big connection to Black Panther Party and Fred Hampton and just I, I thought that movie was spectacular. Yeah. Just I think that's the one I amazing. DM'd you about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't yeah, remember just, what direction we went, but it was a lot of different areas because it is it was it has been nice to see these films and at the same time it's like you're any no film is gonna do um these like civil rights leaders justice right like full justice you, you but i can't think do it one, you can't do it in yeah. three hours two hours yeah, you can't it's do impossible. it impossible for sure yeah i mean to do that to be able to to write about that piece uh, and i think i did a really good job that's a another thing i'm not for always sure. proud of things i write in the end but i mean yeah i think that's probably one of the proudest moments i've had writing about that, that film. and that one was with gq right no, that was with Texas Monthly. Texas Monthly. Okay, I know. I think there one of your pin tweets is maybe another. Is that your pin tweet? Am I tripping? The pin tweet is about uh, another review of the twenty fourth, though, which was about okay. this all black army regiment in Houston that mutinied against the people in Houston. They started shooting people wow. because uh, they just faced racist torment in the mm. summer. This is an army regiment. This is an army regiment. So I mean, it's like I didn't know about that story until. My editor asked me if I wanted to review it, wow. and it's just to have. It was about this whole conversation about critical race theories. Mm -hmm. What the, what the hell are you talking about? Because we have all these stories about our lives that are are just suppressed. Yeah, they've and right. um, yeah, I mean, just to hear about this army regiment that you know just started shooting shooting people in Houston, because yeah. I mean, you know they they faced just evil torment from some evil o phase back in the right. day so damn well i wish yeah. we had more time obviously we can talk forever um what would yeah. you like to see um from media in the next 10 years and then for your career 
what I like to see from media in the next 10 years, um, I actually, I think that we're on a good trajectory. Uh, I think I would just like to see things improve in every way. I like to see more diversity on screen, um, especially with, you know, Afro-Latinos, Afro-Latinas on, on screen. I like to see that, that type of stuff. But I think we're on a really good trajectory. And um, I don't want people to lose steam with the types of diversity that we're seeing on screen. For sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think I was telling someone the other day, I think we get caught up on the like very bare minimum things or very surface level things. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, there's so many more nuances we can dig into. Um, and I don't think we should be afraid to do it. Um, what about for mm -hmm. your career? What is your, what is your, your big dream as we're closing out and then you can tell us where to follow and support your work? Um, I have no idea. I think I'm just, I'm really happy doing what uh -huh. I'm doing. I'd like to write more profiles. I'd like to, um, you know, really get in the communities and talk to interesting people. That's what I'd like to see happen in the next 10 years. And um, I'd love to make a movie of my own one day. Yes. Uh, I think that's, I think that's probably, probably it. Yeah. But I think I have, you know, I, when I was younger, I had these very big dreams, but now I'm just trying to live in the Live in the moment. Live in the moment. That's that's a real thing. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, tell us where to follow your work, your handles, or whatever we can find your your work at. Um, my handle on Twitter is H Drew Blackburn. You can follow me there on Twitter. Um, on Instagram, it's very trill Danny Deck. Uh, <laughs> that's a character from a book. Larry McMurtry. Shout out Larry McMurtry. He's dead. Rest in peace. Rest in uh, peace. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> <Rest> <laughs> <sad>. in peace. <laughs> And yeah, and um, I regularly write for Texas Monthly and GQ, so you can check me out there. Very dope. Love it. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we appreciate you and everything you're doing. Please let us know. Please let us know if there's anything we can do for you or um, know that we're here for you and excited for what the future will bring to you. So that officially wraps it up for us at The Juice, and we will take a little break. You all asked for many ways for many years where you could support us financially. Um, and this is the place to do it. You can go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Co. I don't feel like saying that word anymore because I said it three times fast. Um, but we also have a donation tab on our website at decoloresradio.com slash donate. And you can go do a one-time donation. Um, but we appreciate any and every ounce of help we can get. Um, you do get full video access and you're going to want the tea, trust me, um, for this episode. This one specifically has some excitement. Um, so please consider supporting us through those sites. Thanks. Welcome back. I'm really excited to be bringing in these next Dallas staples to the De Colores radio world. I have a little history with one of the best Dallas rappers in the game, and I'm so excited to get to know our other guests who I've seen keep killing shit from afar for years. Um, we are welcoming to the show Coach Tev and Romy Ray. Coach Tev is a hip-hop artist, filmmaker, two-time Coach of the Year recipient, and Romy Ray, you might have heard from the dope event Vibes and lots of amazing other events that are critical staples here in our city of Dallas. So welcome both Romy Ray and Coach Tev to the Colores Radio. Hey, y'all. What up, what up, what up? How are y'all? Bless. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's a good answer. 
Yeah, very blessed. Very blessed. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm glad to have you both. Um, I did say I had history with one of y'all specifically. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine? I'm like, yeah, me and Romy go way back. Uh, Coach Teb, do you, you, I don't know if you remember, uh, we had several classes together Mm -hmm. and I think you even had some with Pat um, back in the good old University of North Texas days. You know, you know, specifically, didn't we have that one class with the, um, african-american studies but it was like the older white dude teaching it were you in that class with me yes that's why i'm howling right now yeah, I'm, um, yeah, i fucking do no it was <laughs> a great like class. class it was yeah. a great class i took all of his classes because i learned so much from this like elder white oh, queer man curse? oh you can absolutely curse okay i right. i think <laughs> i think i probably already have um but yeah, that is a great question. <laughs> we are a cursing space. Uh, if kids listen, it is kind of at their own risk. I do have a filthy mouth, so feel free to be yourself. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if I met you before that. I feel like I did because I also have a connection to you through my best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, who you've known, I think, majority of your life as well. Yeah, her her pops and my pops. Yeah, shout out Brie. Well, you call her. Not our, you call her. <laughs> I mean, yes, I do. Right? I do call her that. Um, so I've known her as Bree because I've known her since you know forever. Because her dad and my dad are like really close friends. Grew right. up hooping and hooping in the nineties and all that good stuff. So oh, they hooped together too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't Hooped know. I knew they were besties, but I didn't know how far. Back That's usually how black men bond, you know, in the twenties through hooping and the, yeah, hooping or, or music. <laughs> you said our games. <laughs> yeah, Red Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shout out well shout out <laughs> shout out to brie who the the po- she's been on the podcast several times she also acted as our curator when we did art shows as well um mm-hmm. so shout out to ari she might be on an episode coming up soon and maybe i'll throw her this link so she can make an appearance uh while we're here but uh anyways i th- i don't remember if i met you through her like somewhere i feel like that's what happened and then <laughs> i saw you in my classes i was like oh I kind of know you, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to learning together through media at a university we paid too much for. Um, yeah, that's a that's a fact. I heard that, so that's I'm I'm okay with not being. Yeah, you know. no, it's real. It is very real. Um, now I can ask you both: How did you each get started? Hey, Whoever wants to go, go started first. like on your path to where you are now, right? Because you have become like a, a culture maker here in Dallas, um, and I know you both have store like a like a journey getting here. But what what was it that that really got you started? Um, so I also started in 2015. I moved to Dallas um, from Tyler. I what Tyler. I just got back. I just got. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I had just got back to Tyler from Arizona, so I was living in Arizona for a little oh, bit. Wow. I had to come back, and it just wasn't for me. So I came to Dallas, um, leaving things behind, mm. and then ended up um, just getting my feet wet. I joined a a brand that will a collaboration of like a collective that do events. So I joined them called We Are Dallas. And I just started like getting my feet in the door, different places, promoting, um, helping people do events, uh, meeting people, networking. And then I did my own event the end of 2015. 
And mm-hmm. that's when I kind of figured out I, I like doing it. And um, you can do it. Yeah. Um, we I was doing it with somebody. We had um, Mike G and Four, which is Jimmy. I don't know if y'all know who that is, but it's Mac Miller's best friend. He calls himself Four F O R F O A R, friend of a rapper, because okay. he's Mac Miller's best friend, and that's what everybody knows him by. So we had him host, and then um, after that, I took a little break, and in 2017, I did Vibes um, at Drugstore Cowboy, and it was a good event. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good event, and I ended up taking like another six months to like get my stuff together and like plan it, and then I started Vibes Sexes in February 2018, and been doing it monthly, and yeah, I'm here. 56. <laughs> How many, what did you say again? 56 events later. Wow. And counting. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Congratulations. Talk yeah. No, that's really, really dope. I don't think people know how 56. draining events are and how much work it is. So even doing 10 is a big thing. So 56, <laughs> yeah. like, definitely talk your shit and congratulations. I'm, I'm not pressed on doing too many, just trying to do different things. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and there's so much beauty around the events you do. I haven't, I don't think I've, maybe I've gone to one, but I don't think I've been able to, because usually it's like we were doing events or something on the same time and I never got to go and I haven't been out too much uh, since the pandemic, but oh. <laughs> um, I did love your intention and what you did in the create the spaces you created. And I think that's really powerful. Um, Coach Tev, how about you? Man, oh, I just got a package. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, how did I get started? Shoot, I used to rap like in middle school. No, I, I guess they kind of started the same around the same, like making music and doing videos. Because my pops used to have like a homemade video camera, you know, and we just nice. used to always shoot. And uh, I used to use Movie Maker and stuff back on <laughs> on the PC, you know, yeah. just kind of make Shout it. Out making, to movie Maker, yeah. every filmmakers, <laughs> like ninety you know? filmmakers, first uh, attempt at at creating videos. Yeah, I, I wish I was actually looking for a video I did on YouTube years ago. I couldn't find it, but it was on Movie Maker. It was just like you know us hooping outside, and yeah. it was called it was called Basketball's Finest. We used to pull the gold <laughs> down and like dunk. On, it was it was crazy. If so, you yeah, find that, was, that like, video. If yeah, anybody finds a video, I will uh, give you a free shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, that was middle schoolish, And I we used to kind of like my pops used to make us like instrumental CDs just to, you know, because there was too much cursing on it. Not because oh he really wanted God. us to be rappers. Oh, OK. I he was like, did, that's so right. sweet. <laughs> no, no, no. He wasn't encouraging us to be rappers. He just didn't want us, you know, rapping the real lyrics to Freak League and Tipsy and stuff. So. Awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he did that. And then we used to freestyle to him and, you know on the cassette and you know plus record and, and play at the same time so you can like record over it of course. but it was just for fun like I never really had like dreams of being like a rapper or nothing like that um it wasn't until like after high school going into college I had this one of my best friends he's still one of my best friends to this day but we were obviously at that time like very much closer and his name's Tevin his name's Tevin also okay. and he was singing and stuff at the time so when we got to UNT you know, he we would just he would record on his mic, and I was like, you know, if he can do that, you know, I can surely, you know. So I write raps here and there, and then that was 2010, and then now it's 2021, and I haven't stopped. So you have not yeah, stopped. Man. I feel like you've gone into overdrive recently, especially. <laughs> yeah, you know, foot on the gas. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, which is really dope and exciting. Um, so when did y'all meet and start collaborating? Because I feel like I seen y'all a little more connected in the last couple of years, but I obviously don't know the the story of that. 
She know, probably knows better than me because my memory is kind of like trash. But what was it, like 2018 or something? I yeah. came to one of the vibes for, um, I didn't know she was running it. What happened? Was it that? I thought it was, we met somewhere, we met another at another event. And then, then you what came. Event, what I event was that? I only did an event in February. We met in like February, I think like after February, we met between February and the next event because you performed for the second one. You performed in March. So, so where were we event then? Since you know, it was at um, Happy House. Oh, stop! I'm dead. <laughs> Happy House. Did we meet? Okay, maybe so. Yeah, I was there, and then you were, we performed, and then I recorded you. Yeah, because you had to ask me. To, yeah, that's right. Okay, we met at Happy House, and then. So he, yeah, you okay. were performing at one of your events. No, another. Uh, no, another. Somebody event. else's event, and then oh, you were like, "Oh, I'm into this." Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, what's it, what's it, what's dude's name? That Happy House. What's his name? Um, Gabriel, you know Gabriel? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I know okay, he, so. I was like, am I supposed to? Yeah, know I mean, him? that was Sorry. his friend. Well, I don't know because, like, I, I know you know, like, a lot of the people from like Luna Luna, and I think I he's do. tied in with like those. Okay, people. I don't know, but Luna Luna is like Wu Tang, they're like deep as hell, so I don't know. Shut uh, up <laughs> for real. Another coach to have hot take. <laughs> so, <laughs> breaking news Luna Luna is Dallas's Wu Tang. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm dead. No, I don't. Yeah. Shout out to Gabriel. I don't know you, but maybe one day I might know you. Cool yeah, dude, so you cool met dude. at one of those events. Yeah. And yeah, they. it was a small, like, house that he would always, like, throw shows and Did I see Luna Luna perform there? I don't know. I've seen yeah, a few actually, people. Yeah, actually, that feels, that feels right. I feel like Pat might have gotten to one of his events. and I. I yeah, it was, what was it, like, <laughs> South Oak? It was, like, in Oak Cliff somewhere. It was, like, yeah. South Oak. Yeah, it was in that area. And it was, like, that a few right. performing. And, yeah. And then after that, uh, he performed the next event. And then he kind of just, he kind of performed at a lot of events. He kind of like boss hog at all the events. Is that what happened? <laughs> this is a, this is a no. moment for y'all to. ask him to come perform. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I this, there's several things here to unpack. Okay. Because I, for one, I love that this is causing y'all to really like unpack the the collaboration like mm-hmm. connection and also like i appreciate people like you romy because you have the vision and you see it and you take action <laughs> and i the, you know it's it's not everybody has that but you saying like yo you're talented come perform at my event it's, <laughs> it takes something i'm laughing at drew in the comments asking if the tevin i was talking about was tevin campbell <laughs> i'm deceased Campbell from Dallas. Can I tell y'all, my sister, uh, shout out to Waxahachie, uh, her neighbor is Tevin's cousin, so that's ah, <laughs> okay. definitely very Texas over there. That's who I was named after, so I mean, full circle moment again. You know? <laughs> my mom just threw in the Y, you know, she had to freak it a little bit. Yeah, she you should, know? make it unique. You know? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm sorry. I'm uh, jumping all over no, the place. You're fine. You're fine. I was getting somewhere. I was. Um, so then I was, I was complimenting Romy on her ability to take action with her vision. Uh, but at what moment did each of you realize you had something special? Cause I know uh, even if you're doing the work for a while or you, you can literally be getting awards and you still don't realize like how powerful you are. Um, so when did that moment happen for you in your, in your skill? Like together or like individually? I think individually for each of you. And then you can say together too, if there was a moment. Um, 
I think what I with me, whenever I started doing things and people kept coming, um, you know, you doubt yourself when you start things. At first it was like, uh, and then it started like it started like picking up or whatever. And then I think I I honestly like realized I was doing something whenever I was able to throw an event with three days promotion. And it was like yeah. honestly like one of my biggest events and like the most smooth event I had. Oh and wow. There must be something that people are looking for if they're like, you know, they're not really out here like, you know, hitting us up every day, but they really do pull up when it's time to pull up. For and sure. that's really all that matters when it comes down to doing them. But that really helped me and also when like people out of the state would like hit me up or contact me and like want to do like pipelines or like want to like, oh, you should come here or oh, you should do this right. here or like just different things when different people like noticed it more than I noticed it. So it's like, it just started to make a, I guess, impact. And I didn't really expect it at first. I didn't know what to expect. I just did it. it. Yeah, exactly. That's how you know it's the best stuff that's happening though. Cause you're not really caught up in the other stuff. You're like, just focus on producing this work. And Mm -hmm. if it's magic, it's magic. It happens. Yeah. I was trying to think, I don't know, man. I think, um, Maybe when people started asking me for features and stuff and like asking, trying to book me for shows, that's when you realize like, okay, like, because when it's just people that already know you, right. um, telling you, telling you shit's tight. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm glad that y'all like it because like y'all are actually my friends and stuff. So it's cool that y'all like my art. Right. But like, it, it hits different when like people that have no reason to like gas you, start mm-hmm. gassing you or ask for something from you because they think that you know you're good at what you do or whatever you know for sure so and that was probably like 2017 ish but I don't know nah because I I kind of knew before then but more so not really because anything happened just confidence just feeling like yo I, I think like I can ride around listening to my own stuff Your and stuff. like but I feel like everybody, a lot of people probably feel like that too. Like, <laughs> there's definitely some trash niggas out there that like ride around to this shit. Like, yo, this shit, this is that shit, man. Hey, but that confidence is a different level, right? Like, I, cause yeah. a lot of people ask me, where do you get your confidence from? And I dead ass don't know what to tell them because I'm like, I've, I've been like this for a while. So I'm not really mm-hmm. sure what to tell you. What would you, <laughs> what would you answer to that question? Cause there is a, a to me, your confidence is like a, uh, almost a humorous fun confidence like you do it with like a quirky little twist um mm-hmm. which is i think even more exciting because it's not the usual talk my shit it's like i'm gonna show you this too um so what what does that do for you or how do you like unpack that for yourself to where your confidence came from probably my pops man like people think like people always ask me if like i'm a coach i don't coach i've never coached <laughs> my pops was a coach like that's that's his shit you know what I mean yeah. we were just like around the I was around the coaching environment like we would always go pick up kids the SUV right. full of kids taking them to games so like that was always around me so like that whole leadership idea was kind of like instilled in me he didn't take any excuses even though when the excuses were like not even excuses like they were this is what happened he was always like I don't want to hear an excuse yeah the result is supposed to, this is supposed to be the result did you get to the res- result well, I don't want to hear any, you know yeah, what I mean? Tough. And that shit was tough as like a yeah, kid, but like, it is. you know, looking back on hindsight, like that's what kind of made me like the guy I am, you know, and gave me like the, I don't even know if that's a confidence thing. It's more <laughs> just like a drive. Type mm-hmm. of thing, but know? a lot of people oh. perceive it as confidence, right? Cause I know yeah. again, when people would tell me I was confident, I'd be like, am I confident or do yeah, I, I like, not, 
or do I, I just not so. like hate myself publicly? Right. <laughs> Cause a lot of people, a lot of people like, and I know I had to start removing like self-deprecating humor from my, like myself. Cause I was doing it so much cause it was what was funny. And then I was like, okay, hold on. Like this is probably not mean. that healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where I'm like, no, I think confidence is something that everybody, you know, obviously we should all have, but that's not how a lot of our life's traumas or experiences kind of lead us to. So um, mm -hmm. With something like rap, though, like you have to have it um, or in most cases or at least historically, like rap was very much or hip hop in general was very much like about your confidence and your swagger. And I feel like maybe mm -hmm. now that I'm thinking about it in more recent years, we've seen rappers that are maybe not as confident and they're sharing like their their dark tales or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I might be wrong on that, but that's just my my current moment, like perception. Yeah, no, I think you're right, right on, like, as far as the, um, it's not that I think they're not confident. Their people are just learning how to express, like you said, the darkness of, like, and their insecurities. Like, Correct. you can still be confident and still have insecurities. And Absolutely. I think that's what people are, like, starting to, like, realize, maybe, like, uh -huh. within the, because, like, the Kid Cudi, early Kanye exactly. era. That's obviously, what I obviously the Drake of. era. Yeah, yeah. like, kind of made, like, I can be braggadocious. <laughs> But I yeah. can also like let you know, like, yeah, I'm insecure. I'm about I'm to go check my girl's phone. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. But then you be I'm, confident in different areas. Yes. Yeah. But but because of how people perceive you, right? It's either like you're confident or you're not. Or there's like it's almost just that swagger you carry or you don't. And if you do <laughs> carry it, you're confident. And if you don't, you're not yeah. confident. Or at least that's just how people um, how I guess. It, yeah. 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 Um mm -hmm. Anyways, what, who are some of y'all's biggest influences in your work? And Romy, I really, I, I wanted to include you in this conversation because I think people that are throwing these events and bringing these people together deserve more credit, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times these artists get the shine and that's no shade to you, uh, Coach Tev. I think, you know, <laughs> I rock with you. Um, but the reality is, is like the people doing the behind the scenes work also deserve that same shine, right? Um, because they are, they see the vision and they want to put you on. Uh, they want to they want to get you up there the same way they want to, you know, thrive for themselves and and usually the community surrounding them. Um, so who have been some of your biggest influences? Um, and before she gets it, can I just shout out Romy also? Because like I've met mad fucking uh, sleazy ass promoters out here just, you know, just trying to get theirs, trying to like yeah. use artists talents to like big up themselves and like you know so like it's really appreciated when you come come across people like Romy who are like very genuine and what they do and really wanted to like curate something that's like healthy for everybody so for sure. you know what I mean shout out to Romy props 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 <laughs> that's why I, I want you to I wanted to reiterate that to you because I know we haven't met in real life but that's very much what I gather from what you do as well and so thank you thank okay. you thank Tim you. for back to me there um does that have to be like doing what I'm doing or yeah, like just your biggest influences in general and then anything in response to what we've shared so far. Okay. Um, well, I look up to like Issa Rae, um, Tabria um, Majors. Majors, yeah, she's yeah. dope. I look up to her because she has a lot of confidence. Um, she's a full-figure woman, so it's like she has a lot of confidence and she's like, you know, it is what it is, you know, you're going to see me. I look up to Viola Davis. Um those are my main three that I just like keep up with the most. Um, also like um, 
Marjorie Harvey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Steve Harvey's wife. So I like. Yeah, I'm like I never pe- hear people talk about her really. <laughs> so yeah, I like a, I look up to her too. Basically, like women that like are um, all about like, you know, uh, I guess being about what they're talking about, and also like they demand respect. And mm-hmm. they're doing what they want to do, whether you are watching or not watching. And I feel like those are like very inspiring people. I love and it. I also like Denzel Washington, but I just like that he's a good actor. That's fair. <laughs> he's, he's inspiring too. <laughs> I feel like I feel like everybody. If you don't rock with Denzel, so you are to be watched. Like I don't yes. know what's going on. That's a little concerning. That's a concern, yeah, it's definitely a concern. <laughs> you a hater. But yeah, I look up for people that just, you know, have, you know, the energy that I like. I would think that I would like to have, you know, if I was successful, like, you know, still be yourself. And I feel like I'm just trying to do do what I do. Just still be myself. I have a personal life, but still have like my business life. And I feel like they do a good job at it. Yes, Mm -hmm. you're 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 on the right path. Don't worry. (laughs) It is reflecting. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? And I don't, I don't know a lot of these cats in real life, so it's hard to like really look up to them. I might, I might like that's true. I might like some of the things that they do. Like growing up in high school and early college, like when I first started rapping, Currency was like one of my favorite rappers just because I liked his style and his approach to music business. Like how I'm, I'm gonna do it my way, and it may mm-hmm. take a, a longer time to do it, but like once I get to where I'm, where I'm at. I don't have to like put on a front for people. Right. Like he was always open about like, oh yeah, I come from like the street stuff. Like I was around me, but like, I'm not, that's not me. You know, I like to talk about smoking weed and driving Chevys and, and playing video games. That's, that's what he was, you know what I mean? So I like, I just appreciated his approach to that. Same with people like Tyler, the creator. I wasn't big on Tyler at first. Cause like I went into the whole satanism shit he was on like that shit was just od to me but then when he finally started like when i finally had to realize like okay he's a really really good creator like everything yeah, he touched, he's very talented and he knows how to curate shows he knows how to like like when i think about like the show me and debbie just did last saturday that's inspired by things like him and kanye mm-hmm. would do when it comes to the show production like it's not just about standing on stage and rapping it's really good like experience. he put on a, it's an art you know what i mean like really yeah. put on an, ex- an experience for people so things like that. Um, like I said, I was saying, I was shouting out my pops earlier. He's one of my biggest inspirations, you know. Shout out Black Dads just in general. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, you know, I could. there's a, a lot of people that just inspire me and like in different, if we talk about film, then there's people like Wes hey, Anderson you, who yeah, I really like, like in hit, that, you know what I mean? You can hit any area because really yeah. what we know as art is like we're influenced all the time, right? Like if I, to me, it's like once you are that creative person, there is no like turning it off. You're really like man, constantly that's, soaking it in. So what? That's why I like to ask like artists that were people that like because everybody's an artist in their own right, but people that like really like spend a lot of time creating and trying to like up their last thing and trying to make a career out of it. I like asking them like, what do they do to decompress? Because like mm-hmm. I know sometimes like like me personally, I can be so like infatuated with like always trying to figure out what I'm doing next, like what song, okay, how am I going to roll this out? Every time you post, you're trying to figure out like the metrics of, it's just too much sometimes. Yeah, it's like, sometimes it you much. just need to like, and it's like you said, it doesn't turn off. And once you commit yourself to being that artist, it's like 24 seven. So like, mm-hmm. you got to make sure you have, like I'd be kayaking and shit around my, the canal by my crib, 
I, Stop, I, keep I need pics of yeah. this. I want to see you yeah. do this. I'll be posting this shit. I'll be on live. Where? Like every, every oh, time, anytime I perform, I if I okay. perform on a Saturday mainly, I'll like, I'll go kayaking like that morning and just hop That's on live beautiful. and just check on people. <laughs> that, that is so right. healthy. Yeah. So I'll do that. I got a coloring book that I, that stays in my satchel. So, you know, Cute. if I ever like, get random, like anxiety, I'll just start coloring and shit. You know what I mean? No, just that's, different things. that's very real. I'm glad you brought that up. I think we, we are just now really, what did you say? You clean? <laughs> hey, oh, that, that works. That works. I clean or paint. I clean if I feel like I'm just really just down about something too. But I clean for the most part. I like to have my place clean. Yeah, you're like an organizer with it. <laughs> yeah, no, people do different things. I think we are, like, I feel like in the last few years, we've really started to talk more and more about self-care and grounding and mental health and, like, all these things that were very much always an issue, but, like, people mm -hmm. weren't actually taking us seriously. Mm -hmm. And I want to believe that we're starting to really make progress in these areas, but, like, I'm with you. I know for me, I love social media and like I literally need it to get jobs and gigs and stuff. But I, I've been saying recently, like I can't wait for the day that I can like step back for a minute because I love it. But it also is like definitely unhealthy sometimes because yeah. you're just on it all the time. You're like over over consuming, um, you know, all these areas of media because with social media, you're getting every facet of life at all times. You can see the ocean burning next week, you know, like. There's mm -hmm. just no halting it. So I think that decompression component um, is really key. So I will like dead ass hide my phone for myself so I can just go outside and like go for a walk or just sit by water or just do something. Um, it's definitely anxiety. Grounding. It's like it's anxiety to like, if you leave your phone inside, it's like, okay, so I know when I come back, I'm gonna have like all these notifications. Yeah. If I leave yeah. my phone, it's like it's this anxiety. Oh, it must it must be nice to be popular, Romy. <laughs> oh. oh no, her thing disappeared. Where did she go? <gasps> did she hop off? Did she hop off? She had to hit up had a car. <laughs> you know, people were blowing up her line. That was such a dramatic moment. Come back, Romy. <laughs> wow, she was so popular, she had to leave our call. No. <laughs> That is yeah, funny. it's like anxiety, like having to like worry about it too. Though I feel yeah. like having a social media person is best. I turned off all my notifications. Like I've done a lot oh, of yeah. these things a long years time ago. ago. Yeah, just because I was like, uh, this is doing too much for my. That's smart. My, yeah, no, I. If I you need tips and tricks, I recommend it. You still are constantly checking it. You know, like even after this, I'm still gonna get on social media and check every platform. Right, yeah, like it's gonna it. happen. I did watch a video though. They said the notifications are meant to, um, meant to make the user want to be on their phone yeah. at all times. Because you're like you're yeah. getting yeah. It's, like, it's like marketing. It's marketing. Like, like, hey, come back. Yeah, it's like who is hitting my line this much? Where it's going back yeah. and forth. So I feel like turn notifications off is definitely something I need to do. Yeah, like well. if you really need me, you got my phone number. You can text me. Other than that, like. You know, because other than that, you're like checking, like who liked it, who did this. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. Man, I don't yeah, I'll see it when I hop on. It's, it's hard not to get caught up in that though, because we really become programmed to that, right? And that's why a lot of people, like myself included, like we struggle with like internet validation or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Because we're so accustomed to like, oh, this didn't get that many likes, this did, etc. So it just becomes so, like, imagine, dang. imagine, like, at least we had the experience of it without it a little bit so imagine mm -hmm. like the baby's coming up and like that is literally all they know 
No, that's literally a whole they do. That's a whole different type of, like, I don't know how they're going to be able to disattach or disassociate or whatever, deattach. What's, what's the word? Detach? Yeah, just detach themselves. Yeah. But how are they going to do that? It also is affecting their psyche in a different way because there is no like self esteem without the internet, right? That's like, what I'm saying. Um, not that that goes for everyone, right? But I have noticed that. And I think there's an uptick in like mental health issues as well for young folks. I think obviously it everybody kind of has them, um, but I think it is in correlation to that as well. Um, like even the women, I feel like a lot, well, younger women that are coming up, they're having to like deal with things that we didn't really deal with. Like we didn't like, we weren't like worrying about 18 years old. How did, why, did, why would she get a BBL? Like I wasn't worried about 18 years old. I'm like, <laughs> like it's not that important. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like, no, it sucks. like everywhere and every woman, even on like shopping sites, it's like the woman is like had her body done, obviously. And you're like looking at her like, damn, I do not look like this person. Yeah, so, like, no, it's like, a, <laughs> I think those things have always existed, right? Because I know for me growing up, like when I think of it, I'm like, there was like the 90s era, 90s era of like black television. And then after that, everything was white as hell, basically <laughs> until like more recently, like the maybe the last five or so years. Yeah. Um, but it's like that it, it works the same way. Right. And like, that's where I kind of I guess that's why I created this podcast. Right. Because I didn't want to keep getting these like white led um media platforms that weren't able to tell our stories but all those things still impacted us right like we still were yeah. affected by them um or it was back in the day it was boob jobs right like everybody was getting <laughs> so many more boob jobs um in the early 2000s and now it's bbls or it was lip fillers two years ago you know like it's very much yeah. that we didn't have it in our face at all times yes and i don't even know what a bbl is what is a bbl it's a brazilian butt lip yeah. it's like to make your body like that's giving everybody the hourglass. You said what? Brazilian what? Butt lift. <laughs> like every time I'm a butt. That's what it stands for. I just knew it was something that I'm you dead. get done by Doctor Miami. I didn't Miami, know but like, you did. I didn't know the. Yes. I didn't know the actual meaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why Never there was that. There was that clip on Twitter where all those people were lined up on the wheelchairs getting their BBLs. It was a lot. It's a lot. Have I seen who's got to have it? Yes, I think about that. But you but a lot of yes, the, the TV the show version, the yeah. TV show oh, okay. version. Yeah, it's Yeah, you go ahead and tell it. Sorry, I was just gonna. I don't even want to tell it. I'm gonna let you tell it. But <laughs> it's a mess. I don't even want to tell it. But <laughs> uh, but Spike Lee got some like because the the reality also is is that like you have to let people do whatever they yeah. want with their bodies, right? Yeah. And to me, I think I get sad because of the societal pressures, which usually to me come from like patriarchy and that's why they think they have to get these things when yeah. it's like let's be honest they're good if they like you they're gonna like you regardless yeah. but the pressure to get these things it was is what makes me sad but spike lee did get some flack because a lot of his stuff is very like i don't know i feel like he pressures the right things but he is still like a, a dude saying these commentaries and things so it becomes mm -hmm. um kind of frustrating to people which i think is valid but uh romy do you want to share a little bit about what happened in that it was like a specific it happened across several was, episodes but there was one a summary yeah but like her so she her friend got her a bbl was i don't even know it was a bbl but it was like she wanted to have a bigger butt so she can be a better yeah, it was like a cheap bbl yeah a very cheap, like in like a motel six down you know although like the um the brownstones have you had like the little, the little, the little yeah, basement. The basement and shit. Yeah. 
they had a basement that they would go in and they would get their BBLs down. I think she went to actually went to a hotel for one though. Mm-hmm. And then like on the stage, she was dancing, whatever. And once then, she's healed up, once she's healed up, it passed. Oh, yeah. time once she's healed up, because it takes a while to heal up. But it was like a big ass needle that she just stuck into her. I'm like, bro, if you ever put that across by me, I'm like, no. <laughs> so it's like she literally. Was, How else do you put it in? Like, I don't. Is there? A, I don't even. I don't think humane? that one. I don't think that one was a BBL. I think that one was just like. Inputting toxins, yeah, toxins, implants. Yeah, it was like booty implants. Implants, okay. So I don't know. We're obviously not professionals in this. It was was so stiff, and she literally laid down in two shots, and she was done. I'm like, this is not how it's supposed to be. But anyway, so she got to the, she got healed or whatever. She's dancing, and then she falls off the stage, and her ass just explodes. Like (laughs) everybody, physically, (laughs) you just see her literal. But what ep- there's what like episode blood is everywhere. Uh, I don't even know. I think it's like a, on this first season. I think it's the first season. And oh, okay. I don't remember. Blows. I'm like, that is terrifying. It like, was like disturbing was- and I couldn't look away. And I was like, it was oh like brown. Like, uh, and it was on the audience. So then the whole audience oh, is sitting wow. there like, and yeah. I think Fat Joe's on that. Fat Joe, yeah, he was the pimp. <laughs> it's a lot and so that's where i'm like obviously art and film is created in their own way to make commentary about this bigger issue maybe they're warning women not to get it i don't know i, feel I like think that's, that's what he was i think that's what he was alluding to but it's like to me i'm like people are gonna get it regardless regardless right so just like do it safely and also i there is a part of me and you know i'm and i'm sure people that's problematic to folks that i think that but i do feel sad that people feel the need yeah. to to do that but i get it right if like yeah, you want, yeah. i have a friend want, that gets it so i'm like you know if that's what you want to do you know yeah like it's your thing i i support you doing you and also like it's just it's a lot of pressure that's what it's we were getting at it's a lot of pressure from the world I feel like um, it's that's why i'd be worried about her so that's it but that's just the danger part of it really <laughs> Oh Jesus! How do we get here? We got to the booties exploding on the audience. I was listening, like, okay. Because <laughs> I have some things to say, but I'm, 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 a, I'm not. So <laughs> you know what? If we had more time, shout to out have... to body positivity, though. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Tam, I hope you're being for real. Uh, my goodness gracious. Okay, what was? Uh, see, now I'm. Lo- I have never lost track of my questions, y'all. And right now, I'm too comfortable talking about exploding asses that uh um i've definitely i kind of want to see this episode you you should watch the series he definitely like i thought it was entertaining um i but uh yeah i haven't seen anybody else all the seasons are definitely uh interesting it's like two seasons it wasn't that many right i think yeah i watched a few of the first season like a few episodes but you know i'm one of those people like it's not the original yeah, I don't like who was this I feel like guy, it was this Mexican two. dude playing, or who was the dude that was playing? He wasn't Mexican. He was a who was Puerto the guy Rican. Was Spike Lee? Anthony. Yeah, was Anthony. Oh, <laughs> he's in the Heights too. I don't. Yeah, Anthony Ramos. That's him. The dude that playing uh, Mars. Yes, he was, was playing cool. Mars Blackman, which his literal name like is him. Blackman, but that's a different <laughs> thing for a different. I'm with you. I'm with you, Tim. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, so what are we have to wrap up? We're definitely could be here all day, but what are your, what are y'all's individual dreams um, in your work? Go to ladies first. I went first last time. <laughs> okay, um, dreams, goals. Okay, I'm a. I will. I want to do concerts, festivals, and have a magazine company. 
And then when I get older, a wedding planner when I get older. I love it. I love it. You got it. You got it planned out. I'm here for you. I support you. I'm into it. Thank you. (laughs) That's about it. What do you mean? That's about it. That's a lot of big, huge (laughs) things. You better give yourself some credit. And I also learn how to plant better. Be a plant mom because I feel like I suck at it. That's that's another another one. Pat Pat is one of our co-founders. You met her earlier, but she she's a she's a great plant plant parent and where she wants to bring on someone that is like a a plant pro so maybe if you tune into one of our shows later we can (laughs) give you some tips and tricks i was on the um the little plant daddy's uh instagram yeah (laughs) they're fun (laughs) i watch it i love it i love it tev what you got what are we gonna see happen in your future um you know i'd like to travel a lot more i haven't been outside of the stage yet i'm going to mexico in um august so so you definitely want to travel more and and perform overseas and just you know different places around the country kind of you know get more get more cultured you know if we're talking about the music career um i definitely would like to you know do do a festival run you know do do that whole thing see how that is um what do i what else i want to do a video production company. I have one, but I want to, you know, do more like film type of things, less music videos, like really start to branch out, have more of a team so we can like really, you know, do some bigger projects. And um, I don't know really like where I want to see that going yet. Because um, because film is just something that kind of like came accidentally as well. Like <laughs> you keep falling yeah. into these uh, accidents you're really good at. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how that happened, actually. <laughs> oh, no, I do, because I started, I went to UNT because I didn't know what else I wanted to major in, and then I heard that UNT had a good film program, and that's when the story I was telling you about, how you used to shoot a lot of stuff on my dad's camera. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can study this. Yes. That, so that's how that happened, and then just kind of hopped into that. So I'm still trying to figure out, because I, I do, when it comes, this is music and videos. Um, the older I get, the more I realize, like, the bigger I have a platform, the more, like, um, what's the word? The more responsibility you kind of have, even if you think you, even if you think you don't. Yes. But you do, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person of, of faith, spirituality, however you want to call it. And I know the saying, uh, what is it? To whom much is given, much is required. Right. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Like, um, sure. you should make sure that. So what in saying that, I need to be more educated and I want to, one of my goals is to like, I want to at least read a book a month. I'm trying to get better at that so I can just have more knowledge. So like it carries over into my music. Not that I, I'm trying to be like preachy. I just want to know what I'm talking about because I know oh, there's sure. other people that's going to, other people that's going to be listening and, and different things, especially when it comes to film. Because music is kind of like more fun to me. Like I like riding around to it and stuff, but film I feel like can have a, now, I don't know because music really has that same type of impact. Yeah, so I don't, it, so, it's yeah. very similar. I think film just ha- you kind of have more time to play with, right? It's not a three minute track. Yeah. It might be like a thirty yeah. uh, minute film, right? And you really want to see <laughs> what you're doing is good, right? Like you want to be even more um, informed and or educated or just have enough nuance to understand these things to come at it with the best lens possible. 
um, which I think is the best approach to being an artist because you should, the way I look at it is like you should always be learning so you can keep evolving in your work. Um, so I am very excited for both of your careers and uh, very glad that you were able to join the Colores Radio and share a bit about yourselves and your story. And we obviously had uh, too much fun because this interview went <laughs> way over time. Um, but I'm glad that y'all were here and I hope y'all know that we're we're here and down to support you all and look forward to all the amazing things y'all both uh, continue to do. How do you pronounce it? Is, is de, de, colores, de Colores? Yes, De Colores. You can, de colores. You can it, it's, it was a, like a children's nursery rhyme. Um, not with this Italian hand you just threw it. Right? Oh, that's a, um, that is Italian, huh? Yeah. I was like, I know you've been around Mexicans, Tim. <laughs> that one yeah, is not ours. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, I thought you were from Irving. There's plenty of Latinos there. Um, but we do say De Colores, uh, which stands for Of Colors. So obviously this is a platform that we wanted to create to highlight folks of color and... Uh, Why are Romy laughing? Let me let me hear your, your accent, Romy. Oh, I'm not doing my accent. Go De Colores. Go ahead. De Colores. De Colores. Hell no. Hey, She's from Tyler. She's from Tyler. You got to cut her some slack. She's from Tyler. She's, she'll get it. She'll get it eventually. And you got your Italian hand. I have to on here one day so she can uh, teach me how to say it. My best friend can't even say it. She's Italian? She speaks. No, I'm talking about uh, Hispanic. What you mean? She's Hispanic. Oh, oh my gosh. Y'all are wild. Um, how can we support and follow y'all's work as we wrap up this lovely interview? Um, you can follow me on, hmm, which one? Vibe Sexes, spelled out V I B E S T E X A S, or Romy Ray, R O M I I R A E, on all platforms. Yay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Coach Tev at everywhere at Coach Tev. You know, I worked really hard to uh, make sure that it's Coach Tev. I had to boot some people that were stealing my my shine. So <laughs> I used to be like Coach. I used to be like Coach Tevo or something on Instagram. I had to DM the dude like, "Yo, let me get that." Like he was a real coach. And he let like, you he have like, it. Yeah, he was. He was like a soccer oh, coach from so Africa nice. or something like that. He's like, "Oh yeah, I bet. Okay, cool." I was like. So yeah, Coach Tev everywhere. Um, Shout out to the Coach Tev in Africa that you booted. Right. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Stop doing something. Oh my gosh. All right, y'all are hilarious. Thank you <laughs> both for joining me and for doing what you do and being amazing. And I'll see y'all later. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Major gratitude and love to you both. Thank you both for doing what y'all do and being who you are and for putting on for the city of Dallas. We are so great to have wow i am getting tired we are so grateful to have finally had you on the show with us and we can't wait to continue seeing y'all shine um now that we are near closing that means it's time to find some grounding uh this is our event our event our uh segment that we call self-care corner i hate having to read this and sing and look at myself Back in the old podcast days when I didn't have to look at myself while doing it, I, oh my God, there's a cat. <laughs> um, we, we, you know, you're, you're rolling with me. This is very interactive with this video. Um, my self-care corner tip for this week um, is to have those tough conversations. Um, I feel like post-quarantine, I've seen a lot of different people struggle with different relationships um, partnerships, friendships, you know, their, their businesses, the companies they work at, 
family members, et cetera. And um, it, it seems like because of all the trauma of last year, a lot of a lot of like wounds um, were reopened or the Band-Aid came off. Um, so I realized I personally am one of those people that likes to have those tough conversations so that we can move forward um, and process them and maybe heal from them or decide that, you know, you no longer want to be involved. Um, but if you're just avoiding them and disappearing, like that's, that's what a lot of people do too. Ghosting is definitely something that can happen. Um, but I, I do encourage having those conversations and maybe if not with the person with yourself, because I think being honest with yourself is really critical and is something that a lot of people avoid. Um, so I know it's hard to do it, but consider it. Um, and you might feel better when you do, uh, because it is hard to have those conversations, but it definitely is a lot more meaningful for something you care about. So if that's what you needed to hear today, hopefully I'm here to, to guide you with some of that. So that is today's self-care corner. Pat, where you at? We have our brown and black business of the week to go for, and I am going to throw it to you. Who Thanks do we got? It. This is me, like, metaphorically catching it. Um, so I know there is something that has pretty much been fulfilling my cravings a lot in the past few months, and I want to highlight them because um, I am a big fan of theirs, and I keep telling everybody to eat it, try it out with their drinks. I know Drew and I were talking about micheladas earlier. Um, they have these rim dips that are delicious the sandia one's my favorite but i want to give a big shout out to Gepika. i just happen to have it here in my hands um we we won a contest because we like talked about how much we love their candy um but they're based here in denton they're friends of ours um of the show uh raciel and his brother and i think they all like are part of the the group that make Gepika candy and they're really delicious so I wanted to give them a shout out because I, mean, I think for me at least summertime we like those refreshing like beverages and dips and when we got when I bought that sandia one when it first came out I think we were using it on everything like you used it on like mixed drinks on like your seltzers and then we started dipping our dried mango in it my mouth is watering again right now um just a bunch of stuff. So they're really good. And they usually have deals and stuff for their, their candy. So I highly recommend it. I love the watermelon flavored candy. I know we both talked about wanting to try the Gushers one. Um, <laughs> then they had sour straws. I feel like we're probably making Drew yeah, and everybody else in the chat probably hungry. <laughs> if y'all <laughs> like Mexican candy. Which yeah, if you love Mexican candy Texas. or anything with like tahine or chile, Kepika's your go-to and they're really fast with shipping and always I'm always just like hell yeah like we get it just in time like for like a party like I know we're gonna take our rim dips on our family trip so um they're really delicious and I just want to highlight them so Kepika candy yay shout out shout out at, you can find their stuff at Kepika candy and kepikacandy.com mm -hmm. uh our next segment is who you got with <laughs> where we share who we recommend what we're listening to what we're watching what we're reading um let's go okay so for me like as we're uh, starting to give our who you got recommendations i'm still processing the vent staples album you know he's one of my favorite rappers so i was really excited when he re released this new project 
Um, I really like it. I know like Twitter, he was responding to a lot of people on Twitter because a lot of people were like hating on his album and trying to say that he was trying to be like Tyler or that um, nothing was very good because of like, they're like, oh, I don't Drew understand can... why he was trying to be like Tyler. Um, I, I think I only played you a little bit of the album, but like, I heard the whole thing already. Oh, you did finally listen to the whole thing. Yeah. But like, I think people were trying to say um, that he talks about like, like they mentioned references to like Flower Boy and stuff and like I guess Igor and like stuff that Tyler has talked about in Igor. They said that that was kind of the vibe that Tyler was or that Tyler that Vince was trying People to People need to realize that everybody can have different different and similar experiences and it doesn't mean. Yeah. No. So that's I'm like I, I don't see where the hate's coming from. I still really respect and love the album because it feels like a more intimate side of Vince that we don't typically see. So I'm enjoying it. So that's what I've been listening to a lot. Um, uh, yeah, and I'm still reading the same book because I'm reading very slow as of late. Um, so yeah, I don't have anything else at the moment to recommend. What do you got? What's your um, fave? If any of the guests we had on the show want to hop back in, please let please us know. And like, you can just share, let me know the chat and I can bring you up. Share your who you got. Um, so I just finished uh, maybe my second book of the year. I, like uh, Tev said, I'm trying to read more. Um, because when I do, I'm always glad I did. But I am my attention span is trash. So like it's hard to get me to focus. <laughs> maybe I also have ADD like everyone on tiktok does but um i just finished a poetry book by sonia sanchez which i really enjoyed um poetry books are pretty good to read because they're not super long <laughs> if you're one of those people um who's not that crazy about or, or or has a hard time reading like big or long books or whatever mm-hmm. um but i've also i've still been listening to tyler to be honest and i finally tried casey Musgraves. i don't really uh ever share like white artists (laughs) that I'm listening to because there's really not that many that I'm still super into um but I did finally listen to Casey and I was like okay I get it she kind of slaps so um that's kind of the I'm more on like a chill vibe at the moment um with my with my with what I'm reading and listening to um Drew I'm gonna bring you back so you can share with us and Tev, if you got something, I'm gonna bring you back as well. Romy, feel free. Pat, I'm I'm really all I'm also really really into the Vince album. Um, yeah. I've been listening to it nonstop. It's just the way that he talks about you know being from the hood and Long mm-hmm. Beach, so honest and provocative. Like um, in an interview, he said like I became. I became a thug because I wanted to kill somebody because kill my homeboy, and that's just like mm-hmm. so honest. And that's just the way he raps. So I, I love that. Just his honesty. But in particular, um, even more than the album, I've listened to his L.A. Leaguers freestyle. Mm. It came out like in the run up to the album and for pro, yeah. promo run. I was, I've listened to that freestyle more than I've listened to uh, the album. Oh, wow. So, I, mean, I, I don't think, think I've listened to it. I need to look it up. Yeah, I think I honestly think it's like one of the best rap. Well, I mean, it's for not it. one. I mean, it's, it's, I guess you would call it a verse or whatever, but it's like the best I've ever heard in my life. I think it's a crowning achievement of rap. Um, it's on yeah. YouTube. YouTube. Oh, okay. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I, I mean, just always I think... like it, watching him evolve and like where he came from. Cause I think I only got to learn about him was through Odd Future. 
Yeah. So that's why I think people always try to compare him to them. And yeah. I'm like, he's completely different and has always been like a whole separate entity. Wait a um, I also, do y'all remember when he had like a series on YouTube where he was doing like short films? I really liked that, but I didn't see it come back again. I think that yeah, was like kinda, the Vince Staples show or something. Yeah, like that. that was fun. I think that was kind of like a free pilot that he was doing. I think he's going to do a show. Okay. I, I, think that was I liked it. I think he's going to do a show on Netflix. I think that's actually in the works. So. Okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yo, so yeah, the, Tyler's album, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can we talk about Wilshire? Yes, it's so crazy. I love it. <laughs> is that is is that not a top ten story track? Like in it, hip hop? It's good. It's good. It's I think good. for for him especially though, because that's what I, I I love talking about his evolution. Because this is like a different uh, track than we've ever seen for him. But I also I hate that my brain wants to try to figure out who he's talking about when it's like, girl, you don't you don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I actually I uh, I didn't. I actually became privy of Tyler's music from a message board way before he got famous. Oh wow! And like we I love I, a nerd. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm used to be a yeah, huge rap nerd. Yeah. Huge rap nerd. That's what I used to just write about rap instead of you know movies. But um, yeah, uh, I've kind of never really been in to like how you know devil worshiping, homophobia, rape, all that yeah. type of stuff. That's but how I, he ever started. Since, ever since he kind of came out, I'm like, yo. I, I can I can fuck with Tyler now, and I think ever since then his music has just been ju musically just like with the reduction value has just been so beautiful, yeah, amazing, and um, yeah. yeah, I think I think he's really hit a groove lately. He's embracing him, his true self now. Yeah, that's what we talked about. We brought Pretty yeah. Boy Aaron on for the last couple episodes, and we talked about that a, a few times as well. Yeah, because we're also big Pharrell fans, or like Pharrell's early two thousand fans. So that's what we were talking about that too. I don't trust anybody who isn't a Pharrell fan. <laughs> that's you know what that's kind of that's kind of a good way to hey. go but i will say though like for real now production wise like i'm really excited about the neptunes getting back together mm -hmm. but he made me question his like capabilities after he like was like the minion song <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that's just everybody trying to get their bag like that's what i said on the episode i said there's a difference between like past the cavassier pharrell and being oh. on in that time and like despicable, <laughs> despicable me pharrell like there's different eras and depending on when people were really on i think is when you can really trust someone but yeah so that's what you've been you want to talk more about wilshire yeah i wanted to because i wanted to know is he in the wrong is he a bad friend? Yeah, absolutely. But he, but he knows it. Who? What's the who name of your? I slept with the mistress. Of, I fell in love with my mistress. That was, <laughs> we don't need your opinion on this. That's we you <laughs> if we're talking about, if we we're talking about music artists. <laughs> I just, I appreciate. Wait, that, that's not based on a true story, is it, Tev? Now I'm curious. <laughs> Wilshire? No, your story. He's deflected. Yeah, don't do that. We're not going to bring this story. Of course not. Of course not. Just curious. No, yeah, never. Back to back to Tyler though. So, okay, yeah, he's a bad friend for sure. I mean, I don't know how close are him him and his friend because they don't seem to be that close. So if it's an associate. So to me, the way I see it is like he kind of knows this guy, but he's falling for his girl, right? Mm -hmm. oh, That's how I, I read it. If I kind of know you, yeah, if I kind of know you, yeah, freaking, oh, it's his buddy. 
in that instance, you would you would downplay it if y'all were just acquaintances. You would be like, you would down, you'd be like, this is some dude I know. You would be like, try to rationalize. You wouldn't say it's your friend if it was really your friend in that situation. You would try to be like, yeah. I, I feel like they're not that close. I really feel like they're not that close. Yeah, because they would go like months and like he really no. never. That's the one thing he didn't dive into. He didn't really dive into like him and his friends, his friends friendship. Because if it was right. something that like they had, if you would have dove more into that and like, yo, we went, we used to go to the festivals and do this and this, then okay. Right. But no, that's uh, what I'm saying. I didn't take it as like a real good friend. I took it as like uh, someone he saw around probably at the parties. Well, then that's no big deal. Like right. Yeah, but because he, because he still respects that guy he or whoever it is, it might not be a guy. I don't even know who it is. Right. Because then he doesn't respect this person. Like, uh, wow, my light is flashing and it's scaring me a little. Um, he he feels bad because I think the thing that I like about this one is that I feel like he has a different level of self-awareness in this album than I've ever heard from him before, Absolutely. where he's talking part, a lot about his part. ego. He's talking about his wealth. He's talking about all these things, but in a way that's still like, but I'm still grateful and blessed, which is mm -hmm. not, you know, I was telling someone the other day, I think it was Ari and Pat, where I was like, there's like the Magna Carta, Holy Grail rich you can be like Jay-Z. We cannot <laughs> relate. We did not like that album that much because it was just so beyond us. And there's mm -hmm. this Tyler album where he's still giving us his real life stories and also um, telling us like, yo, I'm a rich black rapper, you know, a rich black artist. And I, I still have issues with love, but I love love so much. I must still keep trying. Do we need to talk about how uh, rap is the only good capitalist art form? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much time we got? That's a whole nother podcast episode. Like the too. only good art form that is like, yeah, we're capitalists. Let's do it. It's fun. I was thinking about that yesterday. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that because what was somebody critiquing? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I think it was because I the Sonia Sanchez book I had just read and read, and she obviously was a, a radical activist back in the mm -hmm. day. And so I'm just like, so many people, it's so extreme, right? Like you either are pro uh rap and hip-hop or you're not and it's just like why can't we understand the nuance and the beauty of history or i was also thinking about um how doja cat said she doesn't like her music still um and so that made me think about yeah so she struggles to like her own music and that made me think about um which i find it very frustrating and i don't really like his music very much and i think i've seen some discourse a little bit on twitter recently but someone like post malone shitting on hip hop uh, but making a career off of it right uh, and so that's to me where it's like where the roots of hip hop are and where people just go and make it to make money is very frustrating frustrating and disrespectful i think yeah i mean part of that is why i hate doing music cuz like i just hate even being associated with it just feels like i was literally i was telling my wife this earlier like i just hate feeling like um I'm part of a quick, like people look at it as like just a quick grab for money, quick right. grab for money, and quick, quick grab for like clout. Yeah, and like I just, I just hate it. It, it makes me like sometimes I wish like I never like started rapping. Honestly. Yeah, no, I get it. I am going to, if I can, y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and close out the show because it is going mad long. But I'd love oh. to sit here and chat with y'all more because <laughs> okay. we obviously have a lot of <laughs> thoughts on this. But thank you for sharing, y'all. So what, what's that noise, Kev? Yeah, uh, I don't know if you. <laughs> I'm I'm fixing uh my I got uh 
you know, tech problems. Tech his, problems. Okay. No, yeah. I think his sink is broken. So yeah, his sink is broken. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. he's, a, he's a plumber nowadays. Okay. All right, so let me remove y'all real quick so we can get this uh, show back closed off. Uh, that wraps it up for us here at De Colores Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. Sincere gratitude to all our guests today. We obviously had a great time and have a lot of love for them because we're sitting here almost two hours later and still chatting. So big shout out to Drew, Romy Ray, and Coach Tev. Y'all are genuinely uh, gifts to this city. Please keep going. Please keep thriving. Um, and remember, everyone, to be sure and support your local musicians and cultural workers. Uh, special thank you to all our squirrel friends, homies, and rider dies over there on Patreon. Remember, you too can become a financial supporter of the Colores Radio today and get early access to exclusive content. Go subscribe and check us out on YouTube as well. Um, we now offer video content like the new series, Everything with Eva. Uh, we truly can't go on without your support. As we just relaunched, we need your um, we need you now more than ever. Uh, don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a darn review. We'd love to keep growing. Sorry, Pat. So please share it with everyone you know. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. Um, check us out at TheColoresRadio.com. And if you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can find me at Eva Arreguin, Pat at Pat.Arreguin. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Our audio editor is Jeremy Pacina. And we promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Thank you so much again for being with us and join us again next time for The Colores Radio.